Tonight, an elderly resident of the northern province of Benguet becomes the first Philippine fatality of the COVID-19 UK variant. Baguio City Mayor Benjamin Magalong says he will stay on as the country's contact tracing czar until President Duterte finds his replacement. Security forces in Myanmar forcibly disperse crowds protesting last week's military coup. And the partial collapse of a glacier kills at least a dozen people in India and damages two dams. Good evening, I'm Tony Velasquez. And I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, the more infectious UK COVID variant claims its first victim in the Philippines. Meanwhile, the country's health authorities admit they mistakenly identified a COVID case in Cebu province as having been caused by the UK variant. Rafael Bosano has tonight's top story. The Philippines records its first fatality due to the UK COVID-19 variant. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Verjeres says the agency is now looking into how the patient was infected. The person uh, is an 84-year-old uh, from La Trinidad, uh, Benguet, died uh, sometime in January, uh, 3rd or 4th week of January. Apparently, nung kausap natin yung regional office namin, they said that this person uh, never went out, no? Uh, seldom. Uh, pero hindi talaga, nandun lang daw sa loob ng bahay, walang ibang contact. So tinitignan ho natin ano, kung ano po yung source of infection at ano pa yung ibang circumstances. Out of the country's 25 UK variant cases, 22 have already recovered and only two cases remain active. Most of the cases are from Bontoc Mountain Province and La Trinidad Benguet, which is why the local government passed an ordinance for the strict wearing of face masks and shields. Apprehending yung mga walang face mask, walang face shield and the proper use of uh, fish shield, that's a fish mask. Uh, because we received ordin uh, uh, approved ordinance from the Sangunan Bayan, the wearing of fish shield now is uh, to be implemented. First offense is 500, uh, the penalty. Uh, second offense, 1-5, then 2-5, the uh, third offense. The governor of Benguet has also ordered the investigation on how the UK variant may have been transmitted. Kasi ganito rin yung nangyari dito sa may Trinidad, uh, sa may Poblacion Trinidad. Actually, wala din naman silang contact abroad. Or might be, may mga galing uh, dun sa Mountain Province, in sa Bontok particularly, kasi dun nagpa, uh, may, ano yun, may contact yun from uh, uh, abroad. Some residents in the north can't help but express concern, especially since the virus has already affected tourism and their livelihood. Siyempre, mas nakakatakot naman itong kabuhayan namin ngayon dahil dito kami umaasa. Parang sabi nga ng marami, hindi ka mamamatay sa COVID, mamamatay ka sa gutong. Meanwhile, the Center for Health Development in Region 7 clarified that the case in Lilo and Cebu was not actually detected in the area. So, in all honesty, hindi po yan ang pasyente nakauwi. Neither po yan umuwi dito. Tagaliluan lang siya. Opo, kasi ang kinunan po nila ng base ay yung home address Yon. na nakasulat po sa ating mga CIM. We like to apologize to the province of Cebu. Hindi po tayo para mag-instigate nitong uh, 
takot. Uh, ngunit iyon lang po talaga ang ating uh, regular o kasama po dun sa pagre-report natin talaga because that's part of their case investigation. The Philippines logged less than 2,000 new COVID-19 cases on Monday, bringing the country's COVID-19 tally to almost 539,000. 52 more patients have succumbed to the illness, while 23 others have recovered. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine government is confident it is prepared to launch its COVID-19 vaccination campaign by next week. Vivian Gulia tells us how authorities will handle the vaccines once they reach Philippine soil. The Philippine government is ready to roll out its vaccination drive against COVID-19 next week as the country expects the arrival of its first batch of vaccines by the middle of the month. But Malacanang spokesman Harry Roque says the inoculations would not necessarily begin by February 15. Ang sabi ng COVAX facility, mid-February darating. So tayo, handang-handa na tayo mag-start by February 15. So if it arrives, and we only need a day or two naman to start the vaccination, we will proceed. It's just a matter of when the plane uh, carrying the Pfizer vaccines will actually land. Plans are in place to ensure that COVID vaccines arriving in the Philippines will be released from the airport without delay. We have a one-stop shop doon po sa, ano, sa Maia at uh, it will take only a few hours, uh, mga one hour, one hour, two hours. Uh, lalabas na po kaagad yung, ano, yung ating, uh, ating mga bakuna. Yung po ay escorta uh, ng ating mga uh, PNP at saka Manila, Manila, International, Manila International Airport Security from the airport up to uh, to the warehouse. So magagawa po tayo ng special lane para po hindi po madali. Vaccines with a temperature requirement of 2 to 8 degrees like AstraZeneca, Sinovac, Novavax, Sputnik V and Janssen and those that require negative 20 degree storage like Moderna will be brought from the airport to the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine or RITM which will serve as a government centralized vaccine hub. The transfer via refrigerated trucks is estimated to take 20 minutes. From RITM, the vaccines will be distributed to the health department's regional warehouses. The Center for Health Development, in coordination with logistic partners, will then transfer the vaccines from the regional hubs to local government units. The LGUs will allocate vaccines to implementing units, like hospitals and vaccination sites, where the vaccines will be administered to eligible residents. Some LGUs in Metro Manila procured their own cold storage and refrigerated transport boxes, while others partnered with a cold chain company to ensure the vaccine's temperature requirements will be maintained even during transport. We are ensuring na yung bawat point na paglilipatan ng bakuna, meron tayong appropriate na storage facilities and we can check no, that the potency of this vac these vaccines uh, will be retained. But for vaccines like Pfizer, which require ultra-cold or negative 70-degree storage facility, the Philippine National COVID-19 Vaccination Deployment Plan states that it will be delivered to a private warehouse rented by the government with such temperature capacity. The cold chain facility will then deliver the vaccines to hospitals and vaccination sites. Kailangan inspeksyonin ang bakuna. No? May mga lot numbers, may mga batch numbers. Titignan kung dun sa pagkakatransport na yon may nagbago dun sa temperatura. Because as I've said, what would be most important is for us to maintain the potency of the vaccines. Uh, dahil yung temperature niya is very sensitive. And then ilalagay na po yan sa storage, uh, maglalagay na ng preparation for distribution. 
The health department has this reminder to those who will handle and administer the vaccines from Pfizer. Kapag ang isang area, wala sila, or hospital, wala silang ultra-low freezer, kailangan yung kanilang bakuna na binigay sa kanila, it can be maintained in 2 to 8 degrees no, na, na temperature, pero has to be consumed within 5 days. Hindi pwedeng lalagpas. Kapag naman binuksan na, kailangan within 6 hours dapat makonsume yung bakuna. The DOH has sent an invitation to bid to 41 companies being eyed as cold chain facilities for the government-procured COVID-19 vaccines. The agency targets to award the winning bidder before the end of the month. On Tuesday, the government will hold a simulation of the vaccine transfer from the Nino Aquino International Airport to the Central Vaccine Hub. Vivian Gulia, ABS-CBN News. Philippine COVID Task Force official Mayor Benjamin Magalong says he will continue to lead contact tracing efforts after the government rejected his earlier resignation. The Baguio City Mayor says he will stay on as contact tracing czar until the task force finds a replacement for him. Magalong stepped down after drawing flack for his attendance at a celebrity birthday party which violated health protocols. Well, tuloy-tuloy pa rin naman ang trabaho ko because I was asked to hold over the position. Uh, last week, I met with uh, Secretary Vince Dyson and at the same time, uh, talked to Secretary Charlie Galvez over the phone. At uh, ang quad nga nila, napag-usapan nga namin is to hold over while they are looking for a replacement. Alangan naman na uh, bitawan ko basta-basta yan. Alam mo, uh, apat na pillars yan. Kumina na lang isa. Hindi mag-function yung isa, maapektuhan yung buong uh, sistema, yung buong pillars. So kailangan talaga tuloy-tuloy, continuity ng uh, programs, continuity ng efforts. So kailangan kong mag-hold on, uh, hold over pala. Anti-coup demonstrators in Myanmar are bombarded with police water cannons as massive protests against the military's power grab enter a third day. The protesters are calling for the release of detained leader Aung San Suu Kyi and for democracy to be restored. State TV has warned protesters of consequences if they threaten public safety or the rule of law. Meanwhile, Australia's foreign minister calls for the immediate release of Sean Turnell, an economist and advisor to Suu Kyi. He is the first foreigner arrested since the military seized power last week from the democratically elected government. At least a dozen people are killed in northern India's Uttarakhand state, where a glaciers collapsed, damaged two dams, and set a torrent of water and rock down a mountain valley. Nearly 200 people are still missing. Hundreds of military personnel have been deployed for search and rescue operations. The disaster prompted environment groups to call for a review of power generation projects in the region. Authorities have yet to determine what caused the glacier to break apart. Another deadly virus resurfaces in the Democratic Republic of Congo, complicating its fight against COVID-19. We have this report. A new case of the Ebola virus has been detected in Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo, near the city of Butembo, and the infected person has died, the health ministry said on Sunday. A woman was found with symptoms of the deadly virus in the town of Biena on February 1st. She died in hospital in Bitembo two days later. She was married to a man who had contracted the virus in a previous outbreak. The announcement potentially marks the start of Congo's 12th Ebola outbreak since the virus was discovered near the Ebola River in 1976. 
It comes nearly three months after Congo announced the end to its 11th outbreak hundreds of miles away in the west, which infected 130 people and killed 55. That outbreak overlapped with an earlier one in the east that killed more than 2,200 people, the second most in the disease's history. The emergence of more cases could complicate efforts to eradicate COVID-19, which has infected over 23,000 people and killed almost 700 in Democratic Republic of Congo. Congo's equatorial forests are a natural reservoir for the Ebola virus, which causes severe vomiting and diarrhoea and is spread through contact with bodily fluids. Several pork stalls in Metro Manila's wet market stood empty on Monday as vendors held a so-called pork holiday. This to protest the government's implementation of a price ceiling on pork and chicken. Malacanang has urged vendors to resume selling despite the reported losses over the new measure. The Agriculture Department, for its part, says it is sourcing pork from areas like South Cotabato and General Santos City. It will also provide assistance in transporting the pork supply. Mayroon na uh, more or less 10,000 hogs every week nagaling dyan sa Jensen Port at uh, paparatingin sa Manila. So ang farm gate price doon uh, na napag-usapan yung wholesale price doon, farm gate, I mean farm gate, ay uh, 144 pesos kada kilo. Yun. At mayroon na kaming, uh, mayroon kaming idadagdag na transport support. Meanwhile, San Miguel Corporation-owned Monterey is exploring ways to right the ship for its sinking hog farming business. A source tells ABS-CBN the Monterey hog business has incurred substantial losses as bans on the transportation of pork remain in place due to the African swine fever. San Miguel Corporation President Ramon Ang says they want to transfer or sell Monterey's remaining hogs to third-party contract growers. This would mean letting them take over the operation entirely by buying the company's hogs at an agreed-upon cost. Our final word tonight is a quote from Leon Meginson. It is not the strongest or the most intelligent who will survive, but those who can best manage change. And that is The World Tonight, the 8th of February, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.